Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode two of Eltheria Incorporated, where we are connecting and mentoring individuals toward addiction recovery. Hello, my name is Kyle Wilkie. I am the founder and executive director here at Eltheria. I am very glad to be with you all today and to talk a little bit more about what our organization is doing currently and the progress we have made since the last episode. First off, I want to thank everybody who have who has listened to the prior episode. It didn't get a whole lot of listening, but I really do appreciate um, every one of you who have played it and listened to it. It was very broad. It was very general. And at that time, I was just starting this idea and just kind of forming this concept in my head of what I wanted to do. And I really had no idea where I was going with it or how to start or anything really. Um, But thanks to time and education and networking with people, I have been able to develop a solid business plan, if you will, in programming to establish with our organization to help those currently living homeless and currently living with addiction in our community. So our mission is to pick up those who have fallen into addiction, homelessness, and despair and become a mentor for hope and success. It is very important with addiction at its highest at all time that we help those suffering and living in despair right now. And that's what I wanted to do when I started this organization. I wanted to form a vessel and a vehicle that allowed not only myself, but other like-minded individuals who want to give back and a way that we can do it effectively and that a way we can make lasting change. So we're really going to empower those who have fallen and have been abandoned, and we're going to give them hope, and we're going to restore their dreams. So a little bit about myself. I have about five plus years, maybe 60 plus years of experience working in mental health. I've had multiple opportunities to volunteer with the homeless, the shut-ins, mentally ill, individuals struggling with addiction in my professional life and as well as my personal life as well. I have a passion for making lasting change in people's lives, and my dream is to help be a part of the movement that eliminates stigmas in mental health and addictions as well. So I mentioned that we're going to go into the specific program of Eltheria, and I'm going to talk a little bit about what I've designed as far as that goes, and how that's going to help individuals with addiction, and um, what we're really going to accomplish here. So step one in the program is making a friend. And before I dive too too deep into the programming, I just want to talk about who is going to be volunteering in our organization and what their title is going to be. Peer support is really what this episode is all about. It's talking about what peer support is, otherwise known as PPS, or CPS, which is Certified Peer Specialist, which is just a job title in the mental health field. What are peer support specialists, and what does peer support really mean in mental health? Well, peer support specialists are individuals with lived experience, and they mentor similar individuals who are currently going through what they did in the past. So, for example, someone who had an addiction to alcohol has now been in recovery for about five, maybe 10 years, maybe maybe less, 
and maybe they're in a good place where they can give back through their story of perseverance and struggle. And that's really important, and that can be applied in mental illness, as well as addictions, as well as homelessness and abuse. It's really just about experience. It's about being able to relate to someone, saying, hey, I've been in your shoes, I know what you're going through, I know how you feel, and I know the despair you're going through right now too. And that's very important. And it's been proven very effective in the mental health field when it comes to therapy methods to be one of the most effective. And that's because most people feel more comfortable and safe talking to people who they can relate to. You know, if you go to a therapist for PTSD and they haven't been in the service and that's why you're going there, it's hard to get that therapist to understand what's in your head and and understand what you've seen and what you've been through. But if the person you're going through was a soldier as well and has gone through PTSD, then it's very, it's, it's a lot easier for you to open up to them because they know what you've gone through. So that's a good example I use um, to kind of explain what peer support is and how it differs from other methods of therapies and mental health. So the certifications required aren't very in-depth. In fact, it's pretty easy to get certified. And most states have accredited classes that they run, and in the state they have them divided up within the counties. So for Wisconsin, if you're interested in becoming a certified peer specialist, you just need to go to www.wicps.org forward slash certification.html. There you'll find all the information that you'll need to complete and pass the exams um, during the two-week class, which is roughly 45 hours. And then you can obtain your, your certification to become a certified peer specialist and begin working in the field of mental health, giving back to those who are currently struggling. So that's what Eltheria's angle is. There's a lot of nonprofit organizations in Madison, Wisconsin that help the homeless and, and do wonderful, wonderful things. We are going to take an approach where we're going to extract out of that population and empower those individuals to become change agents. And in the process of creating change agents out of the despair and out of homelessness and people suffering and kind of turning the tables and empowering them, we're also going to be creating a sustainable recovery platform for these individuals to remain successful. Because when you give back, you feel good. And when you feel good, you just have an overall better sense of yourself and you just function at a higher level. And it's been proven that people who have purpose are much more successful in recovery than those who don't have that sense of purpose. So it's a really cool angle that we're going to take and it's going to be a very unique way to um, utilize these individuals that we help to become the agents of helping others change who they were just recently in that situation. So it's, it's a pretty cool concept and I'm very excited to get going with it. So once the individuals and volunteers in our community who become certified peer specialists get licensed and join our organization, we will then kind of train them on our programming and our approach and what we think will be an effective method to aid and help and build trust with the individuals that we serve. 
So without further ado, we're going to jump into step one, which is making a friend. In this step, it's very important because we need to just familiarize ourselves among those who are living homeless or maybe have addictions or maybe have mental illness, but we really are going to focus on the demographic of the homeless. Everybody has a story, and we're going to get into that later on in this episode, but we need to make sure that we really get to know these individuals just as we, are, we would get to know a friend. Because that's what we want to create. We want to create friendship. We want to strip away the professional coats, the professional barriers, and just get back down to the basics and, and get, get down to earth. Sometimes it's hard for people to approach professionals because of that barrier, maybe that title, or maybe what that signifies, or just might not feel as personal as they would want it to feel. So we want to make sure that we just become friends, Right. We want to obtain leads through personal and professional and any other third-party organization. For example, there's the Beacon LLC in Madison, which is kind of like a, a, a halfway home. People can come through and, and seek shelter for 48 hours. Um, there's Friends on State, which help the homeless. They do such a, a great job. You can actually see them on Channel 3 News. They just did a segment um, on them as well. And there's a Madison Castorium. So there's a lot of nonprofit organizations that that help the homeless here in Madison. And so we want to make sure that we're, we're utilizing all the organizations and working as a team. Just because we are another organization doesn't mean we're going to compete. It means we're going to help join the fight, the good fight, and team up with more resources in our community to make a difference. So step two in this program is discovery. Everyone has a story to tell, like I mentioned previously. We want to work among those who are living homeless and with addiction and give a voice to addiction and homelessness by learning the stories of those in its grips. Ultimately, we're gaining an understanding. We're learning. And when we gain an understanding and we learn about something we don't know, for example, mental health or, or homelessness or addictions, we can start to shed the layers of fear, we can start shedding the layers of stigma, and we can start building trust through commonality and regularly meeting with our clients. So that stage can take a little bit of time, obviously, just like making a friend. It doesn't happen overnight. We're not going to go and say, hey, I'm so-and-so, nice to meet you, and boom, we're, we're going to have the trust, let's get you some help. It's not going to work like that. It's going to take a little bit of time to discover who these individuals are and to learn about their history and their past and what they have to say. <clears throat> so stage three in our programming is called success mapping. This is where we can learn our clients' dreams, goals, recovery hopes, for example, and then help map out a realistic way to achieve them. It's also the stage in which we can start to connect and establish our clients with the right resources in our community that they need to begin the road of recovery and reintegration back into society. So we're not really going to be we're really more of like a consulting agency uh, we're going to give direction we're going to help steer and guide these clients through this process um, to get back to the point in their life that they want to be at right 
And then we're going to continue to meet regularly to continue to gain trust, track progress, and hold a complete narrative of each client to provide to outside agencies. So this is where the certified peer specialists really come into play. Utilizing the volunteers and the certified peer specialist in our organization to really develop this success map is very vital to our um, success in helping others in this situation. Stage four is the action plan. A lot of you who have worked in mental health have probably heard of an action plan before. If you've worked in group homes like myself, or you've worked in a state hospital, or really anything related to recovery or AODA, it's just a form, it's just like a it's just a plan that holds the individual accountable as well as holding the organization accountable, and it's very vital, very vital to the success of the individual by forming this plan. And the action plan will focus on how to best utilize time, resources, coping skills, and support systems. So it's a way that we can sit down and start putting into play the step-by-step things that they need to do to get to the end goal. So, for example, make sure we meet with your peer specialist at Elftheria every week. Make sure that we're going to AODA meetings every week if you're having if you have an alcohol um, abuse problem, or making sure that we meet with our therapist or our doctor if we're taking some medications. So we're really it's just kind of like a just kind of like a a planner, you know, making sure that they have a, a accountability behind them so they can continue to be successful. It's just a little bit of a gentle push, you know, a little bit of a hey, we're we're behind you. We got you. Don't worry. And our action plans will also be our way to track and measure success as well as provide supporting evidence for grants and funding. It's very hard sometimes to measure uh, success in mental health because it's hard to put a number on where people are at at face value. So we really need to utilize the action plan in that kind of way as well to show that, okay, this person has gone through these steps, they've accomplished every step, they've been going to their meetings, they've been meeting with us, they're, they seem like they're on the right track, and they this has proven to be kind of successful for them. So it's very important for us to have that to gain more support down the road. So stage five I've spent a little bit of time thinking about what I wanted to name this because this is the point in which we begin the hard work. This is the time in which we really put into practice what we've written down, what we've talked about, and this is where we get, you know, put the pedal to the metal. So I decided to name this Day Zero. And the reason being is we all want and love having a fresh slate. You know, New Year's is a perfect example. New Year's resolutions, it's going to be a new year, I'm going to, it's a new me, I'm starting fresh, right? And it excites us. So let's bring that excitement into what we're going to be doing here at Altheria, right? So day zero is when our clients can begin to look towards better times and recovery by beginning treatment or by beginning a program or by starting in an agency. And we'll perform all the work necessary to get our clients set up in this program of treatment and these agencies or partner agencies. Excuse me. And we'll continue to have our certified peer specialists meet regular with, with them to act as support, 
guidance and advocacy. And I just want to pause for a moment and talk a little bit about advocacy and what that means for Eltheria and what we're going to be doing on that um, subject. So we're going to be meeting with local and state politicians and then probably the, within the next year, our most recent meeting will be in April with Senator Tammy Baldwin. And we're going to be bringing to the table the conversation points of mental health, which whether that's the access to mental health or whether that's the stigma around mental health and obviously the funding behind mental health. So I really want everybody to get involved with this because there are power in numbers and everybody's voice should be heard. And I would love nothing more than to bring your voices and to bring your message to these meetings with, with our local and state politicians so that we can start to enact positive, long-lasting change. So Eltheria as well as helping the individuals on the street on the forefront of the problem, we're also going to take our efforts to the government part of the problem. And we're going to advocate on that level to be able to get some funding, to get support behind us, and to help make some change in our society and in our policies and legislation that makes it easier to access these resources and maybe raises wages in some of these jobs so that we can get more people involved in working in mental health, which overall will help mental health in the long run altogether. So that's a very exciting part of what we're going to be doing here at Eltheria, and I just encourage you um, all to um, stay tuned for further episodes, check out our Facebook page, and comment and add your story. We'd love to hear them. So Getting back to our programming, the final step is reintegration. And this step was initially just focusing on jobs, right? And I wasn't really sure what we were going to do when it came to reintegrating individuals back into society from being homeless and living on the streets. But with the certified peer specialist, it just kind of came naturally and was just a given. Not only will we partner with the city of Madison and provide entry-level jobs or employment assignments, we can also extract out of the population of clients we serve future peer specialists using their story that they have gained through struggle and triumph to be able to relate and give back to those who are currently struggling living homeless. So we'll continue to meet and be of support to our clients even after recovery. And that's kind of where that peer specialist comes into play. Our clients, if they successfully complete our program, will have an opportunity to be financially sponsored to get certified as a peer specialist through the state of Wisconsin. And that's a very exciting part of what we're going to be doing. And that will help keep the recovery sustainable and help give a purpose back into their lives. Again, giving back and doing good for others benefits us immensely in our mental health, no matter who we are. It just is a very positive thing and makes everybody feel good. So that's a very exciting part of our program, and that's the final step in our program. So we've gone through the specifics of what we're going to do on a step-by-step -step level, and I just want to talk a little bit about what we're going to do and how it will um, impact our community in some positive ways. Potentially, I believe by supporting our most vulnerable, 
on the streets, the homeless population who are using drugs, we can help eliminate the very product of the illegal drug market, which is those helpless individuals that they prey upon. You know, when we empower those who are powerless, we're giving a second chance. And we really need to be amazed of what humanity can do with that kind of hope. And we often take the wrong angle at solving these issues. We focus on arresting the criminals who are dealing the drugs. We focus on putting behind bars the gangs who are creating the violence behind the drugs. But we always miss the individuals who are living homeless on the streets who are addicted to these drugs and they have no other option but to turn to drugs to get them through the hard life of living on the streets here in America. If you can just imagine what it's like to not know what you're going to eat from one meal to the next or where you're going to sleep from one day to the next, yeah, you might might start drinking. You might start using drugs to numb that pain. So if we can empower those people and we can give hope back to those people, then we can eliminate the very product of what the the illegal drug market um, produces. And we can really cut down that market big time. And we can really make some lasting change through empowerment. So if you want to learn more, feel free to visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Kyle Wilkie one Altheria, or you can visit our website at www.kpw946.wixsite.com forward slash Altheria. You can also email us at Altheria.madison at outlook.com and get any kind of information you want out of our website, out of our Facebook page. We have just recently posted a, a job posting here for peer support specialists in the Madison area. This is a volunteer position that leads into a paid position if we see a good fit with our organization. So you will be a pioneer and be a part of the beginning of a new company and be a part of a new, um, a new, a new idea and a new concept to give back. So that's very, very exciting. And I will be sitting down with Senator Tammy Baldwin, as I had mentioned previously in this podcast, to talk about the issues of stigma. And I recently put a photo um, on one of our pages, and it's very interesting. I'm going to read that to you right now. And it's just going to kind of stem into what I'm going to be talking to Senator Baldwin about. And here's the, here's the message. Going to a counselor slash therapist when you're feeling down should be as normal as going to the doctor when you have a cold. Why is there such a stigma around mental health? So I really want to have a conversation with our followers and have a conversation with those who um, are supporting us. And I just want everybody to feel comfortable talking about this topic because we need to f- talk about it. It's very important because like all illness, they are curable or treatable. There's no difference when it comes to mental illness or physical illness. There are some that aren't curable and there's some that are, but every one of them is still treatable. 
so I want the opinion of everybody, and I want to know, is there, su is there such a thing as a stigma around mental health, and how can we eliminate this? So share your opinion with us. We would love to bring your voices to the table when we sit down with our local and state politicians here in the near future and down the road as well. So I thank you, everybody, for tuning into this podcast. If you want to learn more about the team here at Altheria, myself, Nicole Race, John Paul Soldner, Charles Soldner, or Alexander Weiland, who are the board of directors, visit our website, visit our Facebook page, and stay tuned for next week's episode where I'll be talking a little bit more about stigma and what that means to our community and how we're going to work on eliminating that here in Madison. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and look forward to seeing all of you on our next episode. If you have any questions, you can funnel those questions through our website or our Facebook page or through our email. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and thank you so much again for tuning in. Bye-bye.